hope that the gospel encourages you uh, because it's true and also because it speaks to the most fundamental part of our humanity, the longing to be known and loved, perfectly fulfilled in the pursuing love and work of Jesus Christ. This week I want to remind you of something, hopefully, which is that the gospel speaks to all of the stresses of life. And so as we've been looking at Revelation on Sunday mornings and also through this podcast, I want to encourage you about the holidays. I want to give you an apocalyptic gospel encouragement for the holidays. Remember, apocalyptic means an uncovering. So apocalyptic literature doesn't have to do with the end of all things. That's eschatology. Um, The revelation is the king's perspective on our lives. It's a vision of our life and the life of the church and the life of God's pursuit of his people in light of the spiritual realm that we cannot see. It does talk about the end times, but from chapter 1 to chapter 22, it is far more about our daily life, which is such spectacular news. It tells of the first beast, which is the empire. It tells of the second beast, which is the propaganda machine that leads people to worship the first beast. It tells of the destroyers. It tells of, a, of an ancient evil one who is not God's opponent, but his adversary. He is no on no level with God, but does exist and is out to harm. And the reason that's so encouraging is you are going to wonder at one point over the holidays, why is it this hard? Is it really this hard? How did it get to be this hard? How can the world be such a mess? Even in the midst of, and perhaps because of, all the things that are delightful about the holidays were also, their holidays are also a time for many of deep loneliness and pain. And that pain is not made up. And that pain doesn't go away if we turn on the right Christmas music or turn off Christmas music because we hate it. That pain doesn't go away when we participate in religious practices, though they're beneficial. That pain doesn't go away when we get just a little bit more self-help. And so when you're disoriented over the holidays... I want to encourage you to remember the gospel actively. Even as I just talked about how religious practices aren't going to save us, they're still really beneficial because they remind us of what is true. And what the revelation would, would remind us of is these things didn't just happen. These relationships didn't just erode because people don't care, though it often feels that way. These relationships aren't fractured or tense just because people are sinful. They also fractured and are tense because there is sin all over the world. Its power has been broken by the cross, but its presence is still near us. And so when you're frustrated, I'm going to give you a direct encouragement. Go to the bathroom. And that sounds ridiculous and it sounds mundane. And you're like, why is a pastor telling me to go to the bathroom? When you're frustrated with your family, go to the bathroom and either pray directly or remind yourself of the gospel first. And then say, help. Actively remember that God loves you and likes you and that the work of Christ has healed your innermost self. And then ask for help. My second encouragement is, as you're looking at your calendar, whether it's full or empty, and I don't know how you're wired. For me, an empty calendar can sometimes frighten me. For my wife, it's a delight. As you look at your calendar, schedule time 
to prepare for those moments. You know that it's going to be tense. Even if preparing for that moment is preparing for when the aloneness is going to challenge you the most. If you used to be with family, but you're not anymore, or you couldn't for some reason this year, there's going to be a time, and I'll bet if you look at your calendar, you'll realize when it is, that that anxiety is going to uh, be more present in your heart and mind. And before that time, put it into your calendar, punch it into your phone to pray. Not because prayer fixes us, because Jesus has already rescued us, and prayer is the unfettered access we have to him through that. We feel fettered, but we're not. And so take some time to pray. And in that prayer, speak to your soul about the gospel. Tim Keller says you can either speak to your soul or listen to your soul. And the psalmists tell us over and over and over and over and over again, implicitly through modeling, to speak to our soul. So take some time, be very intentional about it, put it on your calendar, probably more than once, to pray, to remind yourself of the good news, and to ask for help. I hope that the lights of Christmas remind you, and I pray that you have peace this Christmas season. Thank you.